Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to go through 24 hours in league this morning. And of course, uh, we didn't have a 24 hours in league on Saturday and Sunday. We had a really busy weekend with footy and other stuff going on. So a bit more extra news. It's pretty much 72 hours in league. So a lot to dive into this morning. Just a reminder, if you haven't listened already, we dropped our Raiders best 17 of the NRL era featuring Clarky this morning. So go and have a listen to that. About a 45-minute podcast. It's just sensational. Canberra Raiders are really hard team to choose for. You've probably seen uh, the team on Instagram by now and there's a couple of uh, really tricky picks. Guys like Ricky Stewart who of course only played one year for the Canberra Raiders in 1998 in that NRL era but we took all of their careers in consideration as long as they were representing the club from 1998 onwards. So a really interesting one there. Canberra Raiders, a real tough team to do. Obviously haven't won a premiership since 98 only featured in that one grand final in 2019. So a vast array of Really competitive guys and really quality, talented footballers, but guys that didn't win comps, which always makes it difficult. And of course, Clarky, we've taken a lot of our news from his page over the weekend. So cheers to Clarky and make sure you go back and have a listen to that podcast this morning. It is an absolute cracker. On to the news, though. And obviously, the Brisbane Broncos, they played the Dragons the other night. Dragons put on a really impressive performance, uh, led by their fullback, Matt Dufty, who's been told that his services, they won't be needed at St. George next year. We've spoken about this a little bit. Uh, a lot of rumors going around at the moment. The Canberra Raiders, they're a side that's definitely looking at Matt Dufty. The Brisbane Broncos, they're another team that's looking into him. Of course, they got to see him firsthand the other night. Uh, so a good little trial there for Matt Dufty in front of the Brisbane Broncos, which he obviously impressed. Another guy the Broncos are looking at is a dra- another dragon, Jordan Piera. This is a guy that I think is extremely undervalued in our game. A very, very solid footballer. He's got a bit of upside to him. He's not afraid to roll his sleeves up. I've always been a big fan of Jordan Pierre. I'd love to see him in, in a different system. I think the Broncos would be a really good landing spot for him there. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, the Broncos as well, we've heard all these rumors about Matt, Matt Lodge going to the Newcastle Knights over the last few weeks. We expected it to already be done by now. Looks like it's sort of fallen through to some extent. Apparently the Broncos aren't willing to chip in as much as they originally 
Lodge and Lee said. So keep an eye on that one. I thought he was fantastic the other night, Matty Lodge for the Brisbane Broncos. So if I was them, especially during Origin when they're going to lose Payne Haas, I wouldn't be letting go of him anytime soon. But watch that space. Sean Johnson, a really popular guy at the moment everywhere except Cronulla, apparently. They don't want him there. Uh, two teams that have been rumoured over the weekend to be looking into him. One of the Canterbury Bulldogs. The other one of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think the Rabbitohs would be a really good fit for him. I think it would be really exciting to see Sean Johnson there. I also think it would be fantastic to see Sean Johnson and Benji Marshall on the same side. These are the two Kiwi champions uh, that came through. Obviously, Benji came through first. Sean Johnson was sort of like the next Benji. We've never really got to see them play too much footy together. I think this would be really exciting. They'd be really entertaining South Sydney. I think it would be a great way to head into the post-Wayne Bennett era, <clears throat> the post-Adam Reynolds era as well. I think it would be really exciting. Uh, over at the Chooks, Boyd Cordner. Looks like he's returning round 17, according to Trent Robinson. So fantastic to see from Boyd Cordner. Obviously, we'll miss the entire Origin series, um, but Boyd Cordner, it's just good to see him back out on the field. Hopefully, we see him round 17 and he can finish with a big season for the Roosters. They're desperate for some more experienced guys to walk into that side. Uh, some state of origin news. Jared Sutton, he will be refereeing game one. They've been pretty clear that it will be the same rules as you've seen over the last few weeks. Interesting to see if they hold that up when we get to the actual game origin. It is faster. It's tougher. It's just a completely different ball game. So a lot of pressure on these referees, and uh, it's not their fault. The NRL's just sort of built a lot of pressure around them coming into these games. Obviously, we love the old school sort of origin, and I have no doubt that we'll advertise it with fights and all these aggressive moments and everything like we do with origin and as we should. Uh, But I think we also need to understand that the job the referees have been given is to change it a little bit. Yeah, so be prepared for that. Jared Sutton, I think he's a really good referee. I know people want to bag him, but the reality is you want to bag every referee you get. So Gerard Sutton, I think it's a fantastic one for him. Looking forward to Origin 1. Uh, and it wouldn't be State of Origin without a Queensland flu, a Queensland virus, a Queensland gastro episode, and of course... Dane Gagai, tonsillitis this week. We couldn't have seen this coming. I think you could write a script for this. Every single Origin Series, every single game. Looking forward to seeing who uh, is sick come game two. But it is Dane Gagai. He's believed to play. As it always tends to happen, they get uh, they get sick a couple of days before the game. There's a rumor spreading around they won't play. Uh, and then eventually they're expected to play. And they'll come out and have a blinder. Knowing Dane Gagai, I have no doubt whatsoever he will have a blinder for Queensland, as he always does. Another guy that's looking to return to the NRL in 2022 is Aiden Caesar, a guy that obviously, uh, he was unbelievable in the NRL. There was Early in his career playing for the Titans and the Bulldogs, he was unreal. Went down to Canberra, didn't quite kick on as I expected him to. Of course, his last game in the NRL was the 2019 Grand Final. So playing solid footy that year in this Canberra Raiders side, wouldn't say he was unbelievable that season, but uh, Aiden Caesar is definitely a guy that's got plenty more to offer. There's... A lot worse halfbacks running around in the NRL right now for me than Aiden Caesar. He's been over at Huddersfield for a few years now. Uh, Simon Wolford, who came on our podcast, has been his coach for a couple of years. He says he's doing really well. So hopefully Aiden Caesar can return. He can be successful. Uh, probably a bit unfortunate how he was forced to leave Canberra a few years ago. Uh, the North Queensland Cowboys have apparently, reportedly, uh, tabled a deal to Kurt Capewell, a two-year deal. So looks like Capewell, he will be heading back to Queensland next year uh, if he's not staying at the Penrith Panthers, whether it's at Brisbane or in the North Queensland Cowboys. Interesting to see how that one plays out, but obviously a quality player in our game that a lot of teams will be after. Tom Opacic, off the back of his team's win yesterday, he has re-signed with the club over the weekend. Sensational to see for him. Obviously left the Cowboys, went to the Parramatta Eels. We weren't really sure the sort of football that Tommy Opacic was going to be. Um, obviously had to step into the boots of... 
Michael Jennings, he's done it really well. He's been really impressive, in my opinion. So, well done to Tommy Opechik. Another two seasons, I believe, at the Parramatta Eels. Another big signing for the West Tigers this time, and it's uh, Tim Sheens. Obviously, their 2005 Premiership winning coach really revolutionised rugby league there in a really underrated manner in 2005. Uh, He returns as the head of football performance, whatever the hell that means, God knows. But... Tim Sheens is one of the smartest guys in the room of rugby league. For the West Tigers to bring him back into their building, I think it's sensational. You can't possibly get worse by bringing Tim Sheens into your building. Uh, I think they've essentially made up a title here for him. It's obviously a title that exists, but fuck, God knows what it is. Uh, I assume he'll be like an assistant coach sort of thing, uh, probably more hands-off. Uh, but I'm sure that Michael Maguire will be bouncing plenty off Tim Sheen. You'd be crazy not to. So a good guy to have in their building. I think it's a good move for the West Tigers. Uh, now, a couple of injuries coming out of this week. You've got Kenny Bromwich. He's set to miss two weeks uh, with his injury. Ponger and Pierce, they're looking at around a round 15 return. So we just had round 13, so not expected to be back next week, but the week after. If they do return the week after, of course, you'd assume KP would go into origin for camp t- for game two. Uh, so even if KP does return round 15, I mean, you're only going to see him once in the next three weeks in Newcastle colours. Whether he backs up after origin as well remains to be seen. But Pierce, he will be sensational for these nights to have back. Obviously, old boys day yesterday got absolutely flogged at home by the Parramatta Eels, which would have really stung. So to get some troops back of their calibre will be sensational. Anthony Milford has had surgery, I believe, on his knee, set to be out for another month. So obviously he's coming off contract this season. Uh, The longer it goes, the more you start to wonder if Milford is going to get an opportunity to prove himself once again in first grade. I'm sure he will get signed somewhere. I'm just not sure where it's going to be. I'm not sure what the value of that contract is going to be. Very interesting to watch. And Reid Marnie, probably the biggest news. Expected to miss two to four weeks. It looked like a really bad pec injury at first. It's looking more like a bicep injury now. They're saying a couple of weeks, so I would tip two to four weeks. But keep an eye on that. There's going to be scans coming back soon. Uh, a couple of suspensions coming out of the weekend. From the Melbourne Storm, you've got Nelson Osofa-Solomona and Remus Smith. They're both facing two weeks on the sideline. Uh, Nelson had two charges to his name. The first one he's facing two weeks for, I believe. The second one he only got a fine for, so snuck away with that one. But Nass and Remus, they're both facing two weeks on the sideline, which would rule them out 14, 15, and then they'll have their bye as well. So you probably won't see these guys for three odd weeks. Uh, a couple of other guys have got fines as well. They were put on suspension, but they're only fines. So if you are super coach owners of these guys or you support these sides, uh, they'll be paying those fines. They'll be fine to play next week. You've got Paddy Herbert, Robert Jennings, Dylan Edwards, Mosenby, and Jimmy the Jet from the West Tigers. That is all your news from the last about 72 hours. Sorry to we didn't get to them on the weekend. We're going to have our full round 14 review uh, coming this afternoon. So, sorry, round 13 review. So, stay tuned for that. Only four games, so a short and sharp one. Plenty of content coming this week. And as I said at the start, if you haven't already listened to our best 17 of the NRL era for the Canberra Raiders, go back and have a listen to that this morning. A crack and listen. Cheers, guys. Have a great day. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. 
Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.